Yo, what's up? Welcome to the kind of funny first impressions of Bug Snacks. I'm one of your host, Blessing oh, Adelia wow. Jr. Joining me is the number one Bug Snacks journalist himself. Is Greg that what Miller. I am? Is that my title now? Oh, That's shit, what I'm calling you. This episode. Title. All right, cool. Wow. Okay. Greg, Greg, how's it going? It's good, Blessing. How are you? I'm very excited to talk about this. I know you are. You've been at the top of the Bug Snacks uh, food chain for quite some time. All oh, about yeah. this game. Ready to go about this game. Me and you, we had a whole uh, PSLV episode where we, we spent the first 20 minutes talking about. What is Bug Snacks? What is this game? What are you sure. actually doing? Greg, me and you finally have the answer because we got to you got to play it. I got to watch you play it for about an hour. Uh, and I want to talk all about it. Uh, sure. but before we do, I want to let people know that, of course, this is kind of funny first impressions. Uh, each episode, we join you to talk about the new and exciting games that we're able to get our hands on. You can catch it right here on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games and on podcast services around the globe. Again, today we're taking a look at Bug Snacks. Greg. Right. Tell me about Bugsnacks. Well, I want to do two uh, disclaimers at the very top. Number one, of course, is that Bugsnacks is made by a developer named Young Horses who contracted uh, my wife's company, Pop Agenda, to help with uh, marketing and PR and all that stuff. So full disclosure at the front of that, that my wife uh, set up the appointments for this. So if you can't trust my opinion of it or Blessing's opinion because he knows my wife, uh, I understand and I want you to know that. And number two, then, the footage you're seeing isn't our game, if you're watching on YouTube, isn't our gameplay. This is a gameplay uh, playthrough provided by them but yes. it is what we played the exact same stuff so back to your question what do you want to ask me uh basically like can you lay the land right you got to we got to play mm-hmm. what an hour hour 15 yeah hour 15 of bugs next yeah. yeah 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 uh and we basically played like the first hour and 15 yeah, we, th- this game's picking up right from the start of it. This is your arrival on Bug Snacks, uh, Bug Snack Island, uh, or Snack Tooth Island, uh, yeah. as you see. Then you, yeah, you get knocked down there by a mothza. I guess not a pizza, my- not mothra, not a pizza. A mothza. I guess my first question is, what did you think of it? I was actually super excited for it, and I was, I was, I is, I don't want to say like you talked about it at the top of this. We've talked so much on PS. I love you. Of like, what is this game? Like, what the hell is it going to be? Before we even knew it was first person, you're adventuring. Like, what is Bug Snacks going to be? Having played an hour of it, it's an adorable, I thought, endearing pu- first person puzzle game. And not puzzle in the way you're thinking of like the witness or whatever. Puzzles in, all right, cool. There's a, a bug snack that's a pineapple underground. How do I get that pineapple to surface so I can catch it in my trap? And that sounds as goofy as it actually is, but. I was surprised already as we played through it how much I was connecting with the characters, right? Uh, you know, the first per- person we'll see, of course, here we're finding out about Lisbert, her yeah. island. We know this all, from, or you should if you've paid attention to trailers and stuff, that she has this island. Uh, there's a bunch of different bug snacks on it, which are bugs that are food that you can then eat and take on their properties and all this stuff. We go out there as a journalist, but the first character you're really introduced to, right, is Philbo or whatever. And he has got these, there he is running around right now. He's got the mayor sash on. He's a complete clown. And you meet him and... I, we've heard his voice. We've seen a little bit of him here and there. To meet him in the game and find, like, you got to you immediately have to go catch some strawberry, strawberries, strawberry, strawberry, strawberries. None of the fruits are their actual names, so then it makes it incredibly hard for me to call them whatever they're really called. You have to go capture them to then feed him to get him up and running. And it's kind of like, all right, cool. That I think is a great taste of what the gameplay is, at least from what we've seen in an hour, right? Of that is how it works. You meet these grumpuses on the island that look like walruses. They tell you the bug snack they're looking for, and you have to go out and get it. You have an awesome journal that has all your quests in it, all your different bug snacks. You're, you know, they talked about at the top of uh, when they after they announced it, and they put up all the like the vision boards for it, like. 
you're playing and like when you go into first person, you're using something that's so Pokemon Snap of capturing them, scanning them, getting the information about them, adding to your book. There's a hundred bug snacks to go out and find, right? I'm all over the place. It's the Busan. But for meeting these characters, right, and Philbo and going through, it was there's a moment coming up in the demo where he goes and meets another character, right? And she's incredibly rude to him. And his voice acting is so well done of him, like, oh, like why? And it's like Fuck, I feel for him. I've known him for like two seconds in this weird game where I'm just catching bugs, uh, bungers, and all these other, and shish kebabs, and all these. Yeah. I'm, it's so ridiculous, but immediately already, and before I was even to uh, the actual town of Snackburg, right? Like, it was like, oh no, I'm in. Like, I, I care about these people. To, to the question of what is Bug Snacks, I think you make a good point that it is, it's, a, it's this first person puzzle game for all intents and purposes, but at the same time, it is this interesting combination of a bunch of different things. Uh, I reference a lot the the tweets that some of the devs made of like, oh yeah, this, these are inspirations for Bug Snacks. Yeah. And it's the, the games that they referenced were like Dark Cloud and Pokemon Snap and Bioshock and a bunch of different, Viva Pinata and a bunch of different games that in theory would have nothing to do with each other. But as I watched you play this game for like an hour and 15, you know, the, those puzzle pieces started to come, come together for me in a way where I was like, okay, no, I understand what they're getting getting at here. Like, you know, I don't I don't know if they made it, uh, if they referenced the game in the tweets, uh, but you know, there's some Horizon Zero Dawn in here. Like there are like little mechanics and little references to other games that they bring in to make this thing. And so- the Which is it, so weird. I feel like even yeah. like, you know, we're going through the demo in real time, letting it play and go over the stuff. Like to think about, describing horizon as part of as, as an influence for bug snacks you're like what but when you get into it and you start dealing with the contraptions and the quote-unquote puzzle nature of it right like as you see right now if you're playing you're gonna use your snack scope to look at the strabby and then figure out who he is and how do you capture him and you see their pattern on the ground so then you use this trap that you deploy that not only do you deploy it and then when they walk in it lights up blue you then have to hit your watch basically to close it so it's like there's the Pokemon influence, or for me, the Ghostbusters influence of trying to capture these things and go. But then it was the additional layers of items they added on there. Because it wasn't just that normal trap right there, right? Sorry, I thought the house was falling apart. Instead of just Lucy dropping ice all over the goddamn Oh, Lucy. It wasn't on water! Use your eyeballs! Uh, uh, it's the idea of all the different things, right? So right here we get the trap that you'll use uh, to capture a lot of things, but then there's items or bug snacks that are too big for that trap. And then there was, you know, we got a, a slingshot that I could use to fling around ketchup or eventually chocolate to then lure different bugs into different spots. And yeah, more important than lure, you, it gets introduced by luring one of the uh, the bunger into a pen, but it's more important later on of luring one bug snack to interact with another bug snack so you can capture the second bug snack. Well, and that's I mean, where the puzzle starts coming. And and that's what makes this game interesting is because I think we, there was kind of the question of when we got the first trailer for the game that didn't really show any gameplay and you had the questions, what is this game? There, we, I, I, I forget if it was a games cast or what, where we were throwing different ideas around for what we think Bugsnacks is. And I think that I think it might have been Tim or somebody else who was like, oh, yeah, I, I can see it being more of a kind of like a meme, right? Kind of like what Octodad was, where yeah. Octodad, of course, there's a game there, but the game is kind of how difficult the game is to control. Like it was the it was the bit like that was the game. And in Bugsnacks, in Bugsnacks, I'm seeing way more. It's, it feels weird to say, but way more systems, way more things at play to where you have 100 different bug snacks. You can collect them all if you want to. You are, uh, you have a quest system in your journal that you're going through. You can capture, uh, or like when I say capture, I mean like 
scan all the different bug snacks to know their different properties to know how you right. can catch each of the bug snacks like there's a lot of systems actually at play that lends this game to being an actual game as opposed to a i was gonna hey, say no, this is a bit this is a gimmick i think the biggest question coming in right was all right cool but is this a game this is a real ass game which I wasn't expecting necessarily. I had hoped, obviously, but we've talked so much about uh, Octodad, Dadliest Catch, right? And how I thought that was a fun idea that was great and demoed really cool at PAXs and everybody thought it was adorable. But when you got it home and played it, it was like, okay, well, like, I get it. I, I get the joke of it, right? Like, whatever. What I had seen playing through Bugsnax for an hour was all of these different tools you're being given to not only capture uh, the bug snacks, but more importantly, make them interact with each other and solve these puzzles. And it's the type of problem solving that I'm interested in, where I think like something like the witness and, you know, trying to figure out exactly what was going on was not my jam, but sitting here and figuring out how these systems interact with each other, right? Like you, eventually we're going to get to the bunger in this demo. And it's that idea of, all right, cool that you need to capture him, but he needs to be stunned. And so, it was this thing of I got he likes to go after the ketchup packets. What do I do with that? And you, you know, you and I sat there and talked over it, you know, during our demo for like what three minutes, I feel like, where you saw me running around trying to get him to run into walls. I couldn't make it happen. Eventually I got it exactly the way I wanted it to happen and it didn't do at all what I thought it would do. And I was like, fuck, man, what am I doing wrong? We had this conversation about it. And it's like that's the fun of it. And I think especially as you start adding in more and more of the bug snacks themselves and how do they play off of each other right to get to the beach like i did later in the demo and have a whole slew of new characters there and not understand exactly what they need to do and how they interplay but start figuring it out and it's that it's almost the, it's those little aha moments right of figuring out oh this one's obsessed with chocolate so wait a second if i do this and i put the trap here i can do this and, and then figure out oh no that scared him and you got to move this around yeah, no, it's pretty interesting to see all the different tools in your disposal because you mentioned the the chocolate. You know, you mentioned also the ketchup, right? There are different sauces that you can find Sour. as you're playing that, like, you know, will attract certain kind of bug snacks, and that's kind of the, that's part of the main thrust of the game is figuring out, all right, like, how do I basically catch all these different things? Like each bug snack is kind of its own, or each bug snack, I guess, because bug yeah, snack yeah. would be the the singular as opposed to the pearl. Each bug snack is basically its own puzzle in terms of how you're going to catch it and how you're going to, um, and basically how you're going to scan it and do all, all that stuff, which feeds into this larger quest system and this world system of basically the premise of the game is you're a journalist that is that is coming in and you're studying the bug snacks and you want to talk to Lizbeth, but Lizbeth is gone for some reason. Uh, and so like that ends up uh, uh, following you, you through the world into finding this town called, I think it's Bug, not Bugville. I keep wanting it's to call it Bugville. Snacksburg. Snacksburg, yeah. Uh, Snacksburg, which is this ghost town that's been abandoned because Elizabeth is gone. Elizabeth was like the, the leader of the town. And so basically you're going through like finding the different townspeople. And again, like to the to the thing of the tweet that had the different games references, uh, games reference for like what inspired the game to bring in the dark cloudness of it. You know, you have the town system, which is you bringing people back to the town, similar to a dark cloud to where, sure. OK, now that people are back in the town, I'm now going to take quests from them uh, and like interact with them in this cool way. Like this game, this game has surprisingly quite a quite a bit going on with it that I was not expecting. 
uh, in that regard, and I, I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, no, I mean that was the thing for me too. Of I right now, if you're watching the video, right, you're seeing us uh, feed a fried or a wombus here, and it becomes his arm, right? He gets a French fry arm, and and a little bit into the well in my demo i'm not sure if exactly when you run into it in this one you'll you'll get a device that allows you to target specific uh body parts and limbs for what you want to do with it which then plays into the idea when you meet someone later on their quest is oh she wants a pineapple for hair to have that like cool pineapple top you know what i mean and you go and you make that happen and so you're starting to use it that way whereas in the beginning for philbo and his strawberry arms here and carrot leg that's just randomized in terms of when it's dropped so you see these things and you start moving with them, but that's the mechanics of it. For the story like you're talking about, yeah, that is the other part of this weirdly already endearing thing of I played an hour of it and Philbo's fucking awesome and super sad and very nice and I want to take care of him. And then in the same thing, yeah, of, you know, his goal was, you know, or not goal, I guess, but like when Lisbert left or whatever, he was put in charge. She's gone now. It's all falling apart. Everybody's moved away. And so there is this idea of trying to bring the town back and bring everybody back into it. And just at a glance, I really enjoyed the stories I was getting. You know, eventually you're going to run into somebody uh, coming up who, or maybe not, I don't know if it's in the video for this demo, but it's another tool you get of putting the strawby in a like hamster wheel and then you using a laser like a cat that, and then the strawby chases it. And you put, you can use the ball as a tool to, you know, force other bug snacks out of uh, small places to advance the certain plot in certain ways or whatever. Like, when I did that and understood it, I, you know, the guy gave it to me. I used it to go get three orange slices, whatever the hell they're called, <laughs> to bring them back to him, these bug stacks that are orange slices. And, you know, at the end of it, he's like, you know, Strawby and the contraption should stay with you. And he has this like touching monologue saying goodbye to the Strawby. And I was like, damn, like this is unexpected. You know, we don't know what to expect from bug snacks other than it's going to be super weird. I do think. You know, before enduring, it's funny. Like I did laugh out yeah. loud multiple the times. The writing is on point. I think. Like yeah. the the voice acting is pretty funny. The all the characters we met as as we were playing through it, you know, seemed very endearing. I especially loved. I can't remember her name, but there was like a singer character who like is like the yeah. soulful, uh, uh, like singer. And once she gets into a bit, that had me act, like legitimately laughing. Uh, and I was not expecting that coming out of this game. I'm looking here. Um... Because like they, they put out as along with this today, uh, the demo or the embargo, re, le, re, the bar, embargo lifting today for bug snacks. They also put out the cast list for it here. So I'm looking through because it's a whole bunch of people you, we all know and love for that most. I mean, yeah. Yuri Lowenthal, right? Spider Man is in here. Um, but I'm looking for the actual person you're talking about, right? Because yeah, she did a great job, and I'm not seeing it because I suck. But Deborah Wilson's in this as well. Like I mean, like names and characters names and voices. Enough. Yeah, exactly. They're going to be a part of this, too. And while we're doing this part of it, too, they did a, uh, officially confirm this is a PlayStation 5 launch title. Yeah. Uh, November 12th, it's out on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and PC. Uh, important to get that information out here. But even, like, yeah, the bunger, like, we, like it, we knew this already, obviously, from, you know, trailers and what you've heard about it and if you've read about it. But, like, even the bunger saying his name bunger over and over again was funny and yeah. every time i caught any one of the bug snacks and then they they do like a little defeated version of their name i was like that's great and i don't know it's just more than i expected you know what i mean in terms of what this game was going to be and i'm not saying i didn't expect anything but we had this question of how much of a game is bug snacks and bug snacks is a real ass game it is a legitimate game right yeah like th they yeah. talk about 100 different bug snacks to catch like all the stuff they mentioned sound like uh uh 
like it's going to appeal to a Greg Miller who is a completionist as somebody oh, who like, wants to go through and collect all the different things. They mentioned also that it's what eight hours to play through. Uh, yeah, they, the main, like, main path thing it would be eight hours. Yeah, if you want to do more and go through and try to get all 100 of them, it's going to be a different thing or do longer. all the side quests and stuff like that. Because, yeah. yeah, like I don't know. Uh, and I, this is, but like when you open the journal, you can already see like it's a game built for, yeah, let's do you want to see everything? Do you want to do everything? You're tra tracking your quests. I cracked up again. Like you said, you're a journalist in this thing. So, like at one point when I had already run off and done a bunch of other stuff, double back to Philbo and was talking to Philbo. And it was like, cool, you know, like, or it might have actually been a story beat. Can I interview you? And it introduces how you interview somebody in Bugsnax. And so you open the journal and you have a tape recorder and your, your, your grumpus finger comes in and hits record. And then you go through and ask all these questions. And it's like, yeah, that sounds goofy and fun. And like, again, with the writing being as funny and as interesting as it is, as the characters being endearing as they are already or in some points like uh total off-putting right what was the one uh like uh beffa or bref brenda but it's like bff beffica beffica is that it of like yeah like she's horrible <laughs> horrible to Vilma. but so it's like i don't want to help you out but i do want to see more about what's going on with it yeah beffica yeah like they've done us something here that i think is really intriguing in a way that is more than I expected it to be, if that makes sense. Because again, we have this question of, is it a meme? And it's not a meme, and is that and it's a real-ass game that I think is really interesting. How much more beyond what we played do you think is beyond the surface? Because as we were playing, I was thinking back to the original trailer where towards the end you see that there's some kind of creature being that is all snack like somebody who obviously ate too many bug snacks and turned into sure. like this yeah, yeah, zombie yeah. thing. And for well, what we played, the, we didn't really get any hints of that, which makes me think like, all right, is the story gonna go places? Because I, I, from what we played, I didn't really feel like there was this dark, huge, sinister tinge. Yeah, like this dark, sinister tale beneath the surface, or even like this huge focus on what the narrative is. Like it felt like the characters were, were uh, like. It felt, it felt like story was the backdrop to get us to these funny characters and th these fun aspects of catching the bug snacks. Do you think like this tends, this is going to spiral down like a, a, a ro road of like, oh no, yeah, there's an actual bigger narrative here that is going to like blow y'all away or not even blow us away, but like, you know, be more core to the experience. I don't know. And I'm interested to find out. Because I don't, for a team as weird as Young Horses, as weird as you need to be to make Octodad to then go and make, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna make a game which is this weird fusion of uh, Pokemon and bugs and food and all this stuff, and to have it be as bright and colorful it is, there is an interesting like, where is this all going? Like when we bring them, is this a kids game? And it's not, it's not a kids game, but is it like you know this? cartoon saturday morning cartoon vibe the entire way through or do we turn a mm. corner and it does get dark because you always bring up the fact that like they had bioshock on there as one of their like uh, yeah. influences on that board and it's like so are we going to turn a corner and yeah it gets hor horrifying and weird i doubt it but i would love to see that i would be super into seeing that i wouldn't i wouldn't be shocked if we get get to that point no pun intended i wouldn't be shocked if we get to that point ah uh, see i didn't get it good go yeah, there you go. Orange I, peel bug. Orange peel, peel bug. bug. I knew it was the... peel. I wanted to mention peel because I knew I had peel in the name, but I couldn't remember the, the name of the bug. Yeah. Uh, worth pointing out, you can you can choose your fur color uh, yes. at the start of the game. The, very the important. Very important. Yeah. yeah, it's funny because I think that's like the only like customization you can do for your character, but it's also first person, and so you're not really going to see yeah. anything aside from the hands. And so like, yeah, who cares aside from the skin color? 
Um, I'm going through my notes to make sure I'm, I'm catching everything. I said eight hours. The one thing uh, we didn't talk about that I have in my notes, uh, yeah. there is, like, you, if you're watching this video right now, you see that there's a time of day down in the corner. Time yeah. of day matters. That is the thing where, like, I, uh, when I went back to Befica and uh, took her quest, she was like, all right, cool. You know, I love cataloging all the bug snacks. Go and catalog the bug snacks out in uh, the Garden Grove or whatever, and we'll compare notes. And she was like, remember, like, some bug snacks don't come out at the same time. So I went out there, cataloged what I could, then went back. You can walk into town, sleep in any bed to advance time to very specific places then go back out and look for it which is something i appreciate i like the yeah. idea again of the discovery of the nature of this game where i don't expect this to be like looking for pokemon shinies like you're gonna have to really be in this real specific spot at a specific time with these specific weather conditions and like actually everything i just said you might be because they did mention rain in the game but i do think that that's it's going to be a fun way to do it and i think it's going to be one of those games where if you played through it with a guide, I bet you could just steamroll it and be done with it so quickly. But if you sit there and actually play it, here's I, and I think this is such a great journal, by the way, in terms of you see if you look at it right now on top there of who you've ca caught, what your quests are, what you have with the bug snacks you currently have in your inventory. Um, that aside, though, uh, I think the fun of this game is going to be sitting there and trying to figure out how do I get this bug, how do I or this bug snack, how do I do that? And it's also worth pointing out, you know, you talked about the dark cloud stuff, and you actually asked a, a question about that when we were getting our demo. And Phil from Young Horses was talking about like you have a bank in the town, right? So because you were asking like, it, does yeah. it only make sense to pick up the bug snacks that I need for a given quest, or should I just pick up everything? And he's like, well, there's a bank in town that when you bring in, that actually expands more and unlocks more for you to do in it and stuff yeah uh and also, also worth pointing out like the i asked about the size of the world itself and they mentioned that if you're watching the video right like you can see this open beach area that you're walking around uh and they mentioned that there's like 10 to 12 uh areas in the game like big open areas in the game uh but then you also have your town which is like your hub area uh and so like you go there you try to build that out in terms of bringing people back in and then you take quests do whatever you need to do um but then yeah you go back out into these types of areas so you can go and catch your bug snacks yeah yeah cool yeah stuff, man. so like are you with me or like are you in for this i so them them announcing that it's a ps5 launch title puts me in an interesting place for two reasons one now i gotta pick and choose like all right what do i want to play on launch day but then also I feel like this is such an now that we've gotten to actually see what this game is yeah such an interesting choice for playstation to have this <laughs> in their event as like i know like i know they're looking for breadth and different types of uh or breadth and variety in terms of the game yeah. to go off for the ps5 but like nothing about this game made me go like oh yeah this is a playstation 5 game which i think is just fascinating sure. from the playstation side and, from and i guess that's worth pointing out that we didn't say at the top of it right we played on pc through parsec with the dualshock 4 like it wasn't yeah. like we were using a ps5 dev kit or anything exactly um but like i i'm fascinated with it like the the i if you know me you know that i like puzzle games i'm into i'm also into 3d platformers and this isn't a platformer but it has some it reminds me of a banjo kazooie in terms of sure i'm just gonna go around this level and figure out these different uh obstacles or different puzzles and the music kind of gives me like a 3d platformer vibe I asked about the soundtrack and they mentioned that it was the uh the same person who did the soundtrack for octodad, octodad is the same yeah. person doing the, the soundtrack for this game um and like <laughs> it has so many endearing elements to it that i i definitely want to check it out but i will say it's not necessarily a now that I know what it is, it's not necessarily like a priority for me. Like unless sure. like after, unless like reviews go up or like launch day comes and everybody's like, yo, you, 
second half of this game has some uh, deep dark shit, man. Like unless it's a situation like that, you know, I, I might hold off on it and come back to it later. But I do at the end of the day want to check it out and play it because it looks like a fun time. For me, it strikes me a lot of how I'm playing Crash 4 right now, which is I enjoy the hell out of Crash 4. I think it's great and I'm excited to play it, but I'm prioritizing other things and then doing a level in the world, right? And like then closing off the PlayStation and going on to bed or whatever. I feel like if you're talking about on launch day, fuck yeah, it's going to be all about Miles Morales, right? Like I'm going to be all over that and into that and how does Assassin's Creed Valhalla look and so on and so forth. But Bug Snack strikes me as, eh, why not? I'll hop in there and go do a little bit of this and go do a little bit of that. And like, I, cause I do, you, you spoke to it earlier, like, they're, just looking at it and seeing the way they do their journal speaks to me on that completionist level and like hopefully a good platinum trophy knock on wood of like yeah I want to get in there and do all of that but I don't think I want to get in there and do all that on launch day at the detriment of not seeing what Miles is up to or tinkering with Spider-Man remastered or even booting up uh, Demon Souls right and seeing what's going on there yeah, I mean, our, our conversation we had on PS Love You two weeks ago now, right? We talked about, uh, we did the thing where we rated uh, games based on what we thought their Metacritic would be as like a fun, right. fun bit, as a fun game. Uh, and like I mentioned that during, for some of the games, I was like, all right, you know, I can see this having a lower Metacritic and not because like, you know, th there's anything wrong with the game just because when, with launch titles, you're going to have some, some duds. This sure. doesn't strike me as that. This strikes me as like a good like second or third game to be playing like in in tandem with you know while i'm playing miles morales and while i'm playing uh demon souls or what or godfall or whatever it may be right like this could be the third game that i'm playing while i'm playing those and switching back and forth where i'm when i'm like all right i need a break from miles morales i just want to collect some stuff this has that vibe of i'm putting on a podcast i am just yeah. figuring out these puzzles all right i'm coming back i'm collecting a quest and going back and playing it you know what I think? Uh, I think I agree with you, right? And I do want to get back to that because, yeah, PS, I love you, XOXO, right now with all of our Metacritic predictions for the launch lineup. However, I think what this game does when you look at the list at is, is even and I know this sounds goofy because we're literally just looking at them on the beach or whatever. It reminds me of that stress level zero chill game where I don't think, and I mean, we haven't played deep into it, but like the bunger hit me around, but there was no fail state. I didn't die. I feel like it's that kind of game, right? And yeah. even like when I was trying to figure out how to get the strawby in the little ball to get where it needs to be and like the um, uh, orange peels were catching up to it, it wasn't like they then licked it and destroyed it and I had to start all over again. It's a game that I do feel like you can get into and just chill out in. It's very friendly. That, and that's one of those reasons I don't think necessarily you're going to see this crazy horror change at the end or something dramatic happens. And I, I'm sure there's going to be a goofy twist to all of this of why everybody's happy to be getting turned into French fries and <laughs> strawberry like the, the feet or whatever. created the bug snacks all Right, yeah, exactly. Like but I, I, don't, I think it, this, the game is setting off to be a bright spot and a bit of a refuge from something as serious as Demon's Soul, something as, you know, uh, video gamey as Spider-Man. Even like, I think, you know, when you want to look at like a uh, sack boys a uh, sack boy a big adventure like that's a platformer right so there's that level of frustration to it of yeah. you failing like all right fuck i can do it this time or whatever collectible you're trying to get to that's out of the way this strikes me as a game you just can play at your leisure and you know put as much time or as little time as you went, want into it at a time yeah i'm very so excited here's my question for you oh yeah go for it if you don't mind me taking over first impression i'll do it do you do you think the whole point of us predicting the Metacritic scores on PS I Love You XOXO episode 39, which is available now on podcast services and youtube.com slash cut games, uh, was the idea of we don't know much about any of these games, right? Like we haven't played any of these games. We were going in blind when we put all these things down. 
well, now that you know and you've seen Bug Snacks, what do you think your Metacritic prediction would be? If to was, remind you, mm, yeah. to remind you on Bug Snacks, uh, we talked about how Octodad had a sixty-nine on Metacritic, and then nice by the way, and then uh, I said for Bug Snacks, you know, just I said it would get it would have an eighty, and you said a seventy-nine. This is for two weeks removed from uh, uh, that there release. This oh man, I said seventy-nine. I, you know what? I'm gonna stick by it. Like I, I, I can yeah. see, it, I can see it landing around uh, around that. I think the the game is endearing. It has a lot of charm to it. I think the mechanics, uh, and like just the the gameplay loop that they have here of just go and go and find the bug snacks and collect them and have a laid back fun time. I think that's gonna speak to people in the same way that maybe like in Animal Crossing speaks to people or sure. uh something of that ilk speaks to people. I could see, I could honestly see this game being a in a weird way almost having that similar octodad level of virality of it being the thing that people talk about on social media because hey you found a uh a strawby over here well i was in this area over here and in the nighttime during the rain that's right. the time when the the pop ticks come out and that's how i was able to find a pop tick and people having those interactions and back and forth i think that might provide a level of uh, involvement for people that people will end up appreciating and sticking to and i i think that lends itself to, to uh still having like that I, if we're talking about it in a metacritic sense right like, we are, I yeah, think yeah, that'll, yeah. that'll lend to it having a um good feedback and good reviews there i think it's going to be a really interesting thing because and i know we from from the beginning people have been pokemon snap they've been viva pinata it has all those vibes to it and a little bit more so i think it's going to be really interesting where I, yeah, you know, I said 80. I could see it going higher by uh, by a bit, but I think it's going to be one of those games that you're given a whole bunch of launch games to review for Site X or whatever, and you get here, and is this a kid's game? Is it whatever? Blah, blah, blah. And it doesn't hit with that reviewer, and they knock it down a bunch of just like, it's a weird collecting, photoing, whatever, cutie, cutie game. I didn't like it kind of thing. And then I think there's going to be a huge subsect of people who are like, this is so my fucking jam. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when you talk to Joey Noel about what she's excited for on PlayStation 5, like, Bugsnax is at the top of her list, unironically, yes. because this is a game that speaks to Joey. And I think you talk about those Viva Pinata, Animal Crossing, that fan base. I think that this is who it's going to speak to. Yeah. And that's exactly what, that, that, that's exactly what I'm driving at there is even just despite Metacritic, because I don't, I don't know if like, I don't think young, I'm sure they, they care, but I don't, I don't think that's their end goal with oh, Bugsnax no. is like, you know, the Metacritic. And talking about how people are going to talk about and receive the game. Yeah, I think Joey Noel will probably absolutely fall in love with this game. And game of the oh, year for Joey Noel, probably. No, Animal yeah. Crossing still it has got to compete with that, I guess. Yeah, number two for Joey Noel, probably. But yeah, folks who are in that crowd who love those types of games, who like this type of experience, who are into the charm, who are into the characters, I think this game is going gonna, is gonna to be great for so many people. Uh, and I'm very excited to see what that response is. Uh, Greg, any final thoughts on Bugsnax? No, had a great time with it. Looking forward to it. I'm right there with you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like... Uh, it's, you know, on launch day, uh, it won't be like the first thing I pop in or whatever, but I'm excited to play it. I'm excited. Again, I think it's going to be a good platinum. And when you have a good collectible system and you know what you're doing, it seems like it. as long as there's no missable trophies, we'll be fine. Yeah, this def this game definitely seems like it's going to appeal to the collectible, uh, collectathon side of me. You know, I mentioned that I'm not a completionist, but I do love me my DK64s and Banjos and Mario 64s and those collectible collectathon kind of games. And so, yeah. I'm excited to actually check this out uh, when it comes out, maybe sometime soon after it comes out. Who knows? We'll see. 
ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you think about Bugsnask. Does this excite you? Does the gameplay here do it for you? Are you just, have you seen this and are you like, no, I'm good. Let us know in the comments. Uh, <laughs> nah, son, I'm good. <laughs> nah, son, I'm good. Uh, of course, I've been blessing. That's been Greg. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.